0: the volume What's up everybody? It's your boy Big Play Slay here, man. And welcome back this past weekend. The draft was here. Man, when I say we got a lot of dogs, I mean we could do got a lot of dogs. Like we got a lot of dogs now, man, you know. Shout out to all the kids that was drafted, man. It was a, this is a this was amazing draft, man. I was sitting in the house chilling, feet up, just looking and me knowing Howie, Howie loves his D-lineman. Like you see Fletcher, BG, uh DB, you know, we got a lot, Jordan Davis. We got a lot of guys that you know, we just had Hargrave. He loved d linemen So my instinct was he's gonna take a d lineman. Everybody thought we was gonna take a running back. I already kind of figured that we was gonna probably take a D-lineman just because, you know, Howie we like to beef up. You know what I'm saying? He thinks teams are really just ran by who control the line of scrimmage. And we always have a great D-line, but Man, we got a guy that slipped, that arguably was the best player in the draft, and (laughs) he falls to nine. Jalen Carter? You know what I'm saying? I I watch film. You know, I am a Georgia kid. I'm from Georgia. Jalen Carter is a dog now, and he's a real dog. I'm talking about one of them. Yeah. Yeah, he is a game changer, man. Well, now we got him and Jordan Davis together, man. Then we got his boy, spiff like we got some guys, we got some guys, man, coming in, man, definitely on that D line, and and if I say I know one thing about Howard, man, he's going to beef up the D line because he feel like games are won in the trenches. So good, good thing for them kids, man. I'm excited to work with. Them. I'm looking forward to. Them. Hey, look, young boys, Slay don't like to cover too long. Come on, let's get to that quarterback. Let's get to the quarterback because. The easier I make my job, the easier I can make y'all job. So we comprehend it together, man. So let's get it, man. I need a lot of sacks because a lot of sacks come with a lot of interceptions. So I'm gonna do my job the best way I can to make sure y'all do get y'all sacks because I want y'all boys the ball. But y'all need to want me to ball too. I need to get some picks. Come on, let's go, man. I'm ready to get to work. Can't wait to see y'all, boy. Can't wait to meet y'all boys. And it's gonna be fun, man, cuz it's gonna be a great year. It's gonna be a great year for us. Man, while I was just sitting back, just watching the draft. It just brought back memories, man. Just like ten years ago when I was drafting, man. I had my son on stage, my mom, my godparents, you know, uh my grandma, you know, uh, my agent, everybody, man. It was just great memories, man. Life changing, life changing. But let me give y'all the full experience of how the like the draft worked from a guy like from no from a horse's mouth. So, man, my draft experience was pretty good. You know, what I'm saying I got invited to New York, but me knowing I only had probably like maybe three to four teams that kind of wanted me in the first round. So it was like up in the air, but I was really just going to, you know, get to experience because we all played Madden. Definitely back in that time when you get called onto the stage and you create your player and you get them drafted first round, you do a little combine stuff. So, y'all, yeah, don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get too old. I might be a little too old, but that's how the Madden used to be. You know what I'm saying? You used to run your 40s and all that kind of stuff. So I wanted to experience that in real life that he just on a video game. So I got to experiencing that. So, of course, you know, guys were drafting. You know, I remember every corner that I was drafting before me. D. Milliner, DJ Hayden, uh, Xavier Rose, Desmond Trufant. Then it was me, you know. So uh, the main teams that was calling me a lot was the Atlanta Falcons, uh, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Eagles, and Detroit. Those are my, like, top five teams that was kind of, like, asking for me, you know, trying to get me on the board because I was a guy that was, uh they call it a raw guy. You know what I'm saying? My film speak very loud. I led the SEC in picks. Uh, had one of the best combine performance. was the fastest DB at the combine. So I matched up in every way, you know, statistically and on film. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a big, you know, statistics guy like a just so combine guy, but my combine numbers was great and my film was great. So I thought I was probably one of the best guys coming out, you know, so... But that being said, guy, I went the fifth corner off the board, you know, I had slipped to the second round to Detroit, Philly was going, Philly was going to draft me as well, but they took Zach Ertz, you know, cause Fletch called me and said, Hey man, we might be taking you at the drive and look, And you know, but what messed up my draft status was what I've been hearing is, you know, I had tore my meniscus at pro day and you know what I'm saying? And and that's not that big of a deal if you know you play football. I don't tore my meniscus in the season before and came back the following week. So it was already a big deal. So I just think, you know, but the knock on me was just because I don't really play one year of SEC ball. I wasn't very experienced. A lot of guys were way more polished, way more like, you know, three years solid starter. I was just a one year starter. Got in and got out. Did what I had to do. Go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Went crazy. I'm talking about pick six doing, I'm going, I'm doing numbers. I was doing numbers in college. I think I would really like that in college, but I only had one year, which is cool, but I had some fun, but the draft experience was just wild, man. It was just crazy. And being in that green room, man, really like, it's really like heartbreaking. You know what I'm saying? So like, I saw the kid, this, uh, pass with the quarterback from Kentucky, man. I saw him and, you know, he was like, you know, he's a guy that, you know, thought he was going first round. I thought so too as well. And, you know, I ain't trying to call him out or nothing, but, you know, he didn't attend the second day. And I kind of, you know i ain't going to sit here and say I don't like that. But that's a life-changing experience, man, to go walk across that stage and, you know, seeing guys come out there and just, you know, cheering your name on. You know, you walk across, get to shake the commissioner hand because me, I stayed the second day. Me and Geno Smith, man, me and Geno Smith, the quarterback of Seattle, you know, just got paid a big, big bag. You know, congratulate to my dog. You know, he did well deserved that, man. Uh, me and him was the only two in the green room the second day, man. Me and him both slept, I mean slipped to the second round and was like, you know, they asked us, do we want to leave? You know, I said, no, nah, I'm gonna stay. And Gino stayed with me. So we was in there just chopping up in the green room, cause that green room was dangerous. That probably was the most scariest rooms in there. When you're seeing everybody's name get called and you just not getting, you know, and you just not moving. At one point in time, it was just me, Gino, and Eddie Lacy in there just sitting. And, you know, just sitting right there. And I'm like, dang, everybody now getting called up. I knew I was going to go on first run after uh, Atlanta and Minnesota had took uh, Desmond Truth finding Xavier Rose. So I'm like, dang, that was my chance. So I was kind of just just chilling, you know, uh, my mom and everybody was kind of checking on me to see if I felt kind of sad or something like that. I did a little bit, but then again, I thought about it, like, man, I'm still here and have a life-changing moment. And thankfully, I ain't had to sit that long. Uh I was the 36th pick to the to the Detroit Lions. And man, it was it was fun, man. I kind of knew I was going to the Lions too as well. Cause they said uh if I was at the 36th pick, they was gonna draft me. So I kind of knew I was going there. And man, yeah, so yeah, man, it was it was a great it's a wild experience, man. It's a wild experience, a scary experience, but it's a great experience as well, though, man. So to the guys that got drafted, undrafted, whatever, late round draft, it doesn't matter, man. All you just need is your foot in the door and come to work, man. You know what I'm saying? People be, you know, first-round talent. Some people have a first-round talent just a big, large margin. You know, some people just, you know, if you're undrafted, you might be like this much better than the guy they just drafted. They just don't know, man. You don't know in person. So i saw I seen some undrafted guys become starters and become stars in this league. You know, you got like guys like Malcolm Butler. got guys like Tyreek Hill. You know, but he ain't undrafted, but he's just late. You know, now we look at Tyreek like, how he was in the first rounder you know what I'm saying so anything could possibly happen man so just always be thankful man and, and experience the moment and just have fun with it the draft got to stop giving us the call so early then by the time like we get called onto the stage like my tears and stuff done dried up everything that done dried up because we be sitting there probably waiting for another 10 minutes so when I got the call from Detroit man you know I was very very emotional man This is. Cause I had my son with me, you know, I had all my family members I love and care about. And I just like, you know, I looked at it and just like, man, look what I done did, man. I just did some life changing stuff for me and my son, you know, my mom, you know, everyone. And so everyone I cared about, I was just like, man, I just did it. And, you know, it took me 22 years to get here. You know, 21. that. I, I was 21 years old. 21 years old to get here. And it was just mind blowing. And, man. Um, Sharing a lot of joy, man. Showing a lot of love. So, when I got my... When I called me on stage, man, I was like... I still was a little teary-eyed, man. Because, like I said, I was waiting to get called on stage the whole time. So, I kind of almost, almost re-cried. So, I had to go, you know, go on stage. Do that. had that fun. I'm talking about... After you do all the little interviews, you hop straight on a plane. I ain't get on the jet because I went in the first rounder. You know, I see all the other first rounders getting no jets. I just got on me a little Delta flight. You know, they came and picked me up. And, you know, I had a lot of interviews. But... I'm not going to lie, in the back of my mind, I already had a draft party set up, my draft party was getting ready to get started, I was ready to go home to my hometown, have my draft party so I could go crazy and turn up with all my homies, all my friends back at home, so I was ready, you know what I'm saying, I was doing the interviews, which I was excited for and all that kind of stuff, but getting on the plane ride from New York to Detroit, about a good hour and a half flight, I was already like, all right, man, I'm tired of this, this, yeah, I'm, I'm good and normal now, I got all my... You know, got all my little emotionals out. So did the, the interview. The whole interview, I'm like, I'm trying to get back to Georgia. So I go turn up in somebody's club. Have a lot of fun. And you know, so that's what I did. As soon as I got there, I got back on the flight, right back out to Georgia, man. My hometown, Brunswick, Georgian. Had a drive party, man. Was turned out amazing. Had so much fun, man. So much fun. Pulled up. Everybody was outside, man, cheering me on, man. My city. You know, my city is kind of small, but kind of big at that. Uh Man, and we just had a ball, you know what I'm saying? I had a ball because back then we had, like, a week out. They don't got, like, rookie mini camps how we had in, like, rookie mini camps. So you only get, like, a couple of days and you got to report for rookie mini camps. Now these kids, here, yeah, they just come in and pff, they already in OTAs with us, you know what I'm saying? Almost. So, yeah, man, I had a whole rookie mini camp and I had to get my mind right. And, and I didn't get to do my rookie mini camp because – I had a torn meniscus, so I had to get the surgery, and I chilled out, I I really had to do it, so I really was really turning up, like, to the max, I had a lot of fun, so, <laughs> so, man, uh, but yeah, man, that's one of my greatest draft experience, man, that's one of my little draft story, man, I kind of, kind of kept it kind of short and sweet for you, but yeah, man, that was, I had a lot of fun, man, great experience, life-changing moment, now I'm here, going into year 11, man, 2013 draft, now to now, that's a long, long time, man, shout out to the vets, that's, 10 years plus right now, man. They think we old, but we young, really. (laughs) Now that kids that's been drafted and picked up in free agency, man, the biggest advice I can give to you, man, is find a vet. Find a vet that can just teach you, man, and understand because I'm 11 years in, finna be 11 years in. Now I'm going in on year 11. And me coming in as a rookie, man, I had some of the best vets in the world. I had Glover Quinn, all pro, pro Bowl,er corner. I mean, safety. I had... Rasheen Mathis, All Pro cornerback, Pro Bowler. Got Chris Houston. Uh, had Lou Delmas, Uh, had Dig and Hedabo. I had I had a lot of guys that was like leaders, champions, all kind of stuff that you know. All I had to do is just pay attention to them and just you know follow their lead, and they led me in the right direction. Man, I had a lot of great teammates, you know. So I had guys like Calvin around too as well, Calvin Johnson. Guys that just did it the right way and. All the guys that the Eagles just drafted, y'all are sitting in a perfect position right now. You know what I'm saying? You no, know, Jalen Carter, man, you got Fletcher Cox. You got a future Hall of Famer, you could go, you know, look at. You know, Nolan Smith. You got Hassan Reddick, man, who's up for, you know, defensive player of the year. You know, you got you got guys, and you know, you got uh Ringo, you know, he's a corner. Come on, man, you got me in the room. You know, I was saying? a five time pro bowler, all pro corner, and I advise you guys to just be sponge, man, and watch. And our room is great, man. You got guys that's really gonna lead the way, man. Just be a sponge to your vets and understand. Cause we go teach you how to be a, you know, a guy. You know, so we're gonna teach you how to be a professional. That's what it's all about, being a professional. Because you could be so talented. We've done seen a lot of guys that were so talented but did not handle their stuff on the field, off the field, or whatever. And that comes with taking care of your body, man, or doing the right things when you're not in the building. So we got guys that's in the room that's been 10 years plus, been have an amazing career, still have an amazing career that you can learn from, man. Don't be scared to ask questions. Do Not be scared. That's one thing I was never scared to do is ask another man for help. So don't be afraid to ask another man for help, man, because this is a helping situation because at one point in life, we want y'all to be in this position to be able to, you know, give to another rook. Y'all going to be in, you know, year 10 and you go tell another rook, man, hey, I learned this from Fletcher Cox. I learned this from Slay, you know, so that's the whole point about this game, man, is helping build each other, helping build a character, helping having structure. And, you know, that's what we call a culture that's in the room. And, you know, in Philadelphia, them Eagles, the fans got a culture. And that locker room, I have a culture, man. And that started from, like, way back when Brian Dawkins, them. so they got a standard they set. So if you don't fit the standard, they go find your way out of there. So, man, y'all just make sure, be a sponge. Have fun, for sure. Have fun. But when it's kind of work, it's time to work. And one more bit of advice right here, man. This is what y'all need to know. This is what I didn't know. But this is what y'all need to know. I knew one of them. I saved my money. But I was thinking I was saying it for me. You got to save your money for some vets. Because them vets be hungry on the plane and at rookie dinner. So we need that. So, hey, it's not going to cost y'all a lot. But your boy do love his Popeyes on the plane before it's time to go. So, Rooks, save your money and put some money aside for your vest to make sure they eating good, man. Take care of your boys. So I'm to my five-piece spicy chicken tenders with extra biscuit and two apple pies on deck. And if, if I feel like a good milkshake, you finna go to Chick-fil-A and get me a milkshake, Oreo. Man, and another big move that was made, man. Y'all, Very big move. I like the move. You know what I'm saying? Because I came from that same destination. I ended up in this same spot. So... That trade for, come on, DeAndre Swift, that was crazy. That was crazy. You know what I'm saying? I, I know the the talk around the league was, hey, are we trading for Derrick Henry? Are we going to draft um, the kid from Texas at 10? So I know a running back was needed, as they were saying, but you just know how it was coming. You just know where it was coming from. Now, when I heard about Swift getting on the trade block, I kind of like, we might snatch him up. You know what I'm saying? We might. We might. And, you know, he's from... You know, the PA, he from here. So, he in his hometown right now. So, we got two guys that's from their hometown that's really get to play in front of their family. You know, we got Hassan Redick and we got him now. So, that is big. And, you know, so, when that trade come, I said, ooh, he in the same situation I was in Detroit. Get traded. You know, how he make big moves at big times. He always do it. You'll never know what we got up on his sleeves. He's very good at what he do, man. You know what? Hall of Famer, for sure, at a GM position, man. He's the best GM in the league right now, man. He's really doing big, big things. And, and that trade was big, man, because Swift is very good, man. He, you know, got the same type of body type as Miles Sanders. Guy can get you out the backfield. Miles can do that as well, man. Shout out to Miles with his great contract, man, in Carolina. Go crazy as long as you just don't play against us. Don't do it all against us. But, you know, uh, we played him week one. I had to go run that man down and go make a tackle. That man is very Swift. He's very Swifty. And, you know, so I'm looking forward to running behind that O-line, man, because that O-line is crazy. I feel like I could run behind that O-line and rush for a 1,000 yards. I'm just being honest. So yeah, I know what Swift finna do, you know. And then with him coming in with all the other bats, Kenny. Then, you know, we got Penny. We got we got all some guys. We got some guys in that backfield, man, that could be every down backs. And we got one power. We got one elusive. We got one that could be a receiver. We got all that kind of stuff, man, man. That backfield is gonna make a lot of plays, man. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm thankful that I don't have to guard none of them really because I don't like to tackle big dudes, and he a big dude. Both of them, all of them big dudes. So except for Boston, you know, Boston not big, but he look big. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm but Boston really low key swole. I'm not gonna lie, y'all, He's pretty swole and he run folks over. But man, it's gonna be a sight in that backfield, man. I'm ready to look forward to it, man. And Hurst got a lot of weapons, a lot of weapons, and. He's going to make a lot of plays for us, man. Shout out to my boy Swift, man. Welcome to the team. Let's go ahead, man. Let's go. Let's get let's get it going, man. Let's get going, man. I, I don't y'all don't feel that? Let's get going, man. We just How are you doing your thing? Man, I appreciate everyone coming in, man. I'm just excited, man. We got a lot of things going, man. We got a like, bright bright future for this team, man. The draft was amazing, you know, so I'm just feeling good right now, man. I know we look good on paper. Like everybody said last year, we look good again on paper, man. So we just got to put the, you know, put everything to work, man. Just put it out here, put, get the work in, go hard, grind each and every day. But, man, I'm excited for this year coming up, man. But I thank y'all for coming and joining in. Man, we also having some great guests, man, all off season, man. And right now, we finna take with Smitty as we speak, man, a.k.a. Skinny Batman. So make sure y'all be on the lookout for your boy, Big Play Slay, man, in coming days.